Like, <laughs> all I hear is, there, is it a leaf blower? Are they chopping down a tree? tree? God I don't damn know. these people. Ruining my show! God damn it. It's daylight out. Are you she vampire? I'm a little bit vampiring right but now. But you didn't go out last night. I'm proud of you. I know. Why? That's not like you. I yeah. Oh, I forgot my edibles at home. Maybe that's why you're dragging today. What? Right. Will you stop that racket? <laughs> 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 First world problem. We should just have like a candid opening. Like like we're doing now? Yeah. What's up with everybody? How's your spirit? <laughs> While these motherfuckers <laughs> chopping down the tree outside is ruining mine. My spirit's great. You're you like on another end. She's drunk. That's you why. bitches. <laughs> God. What are we going to do for an intro? Um... Something with bash. That uh, noise is gonna drive me up the wall. Yeah, me too. Should he yell out the window? Shut the fuck up! I'm trying to record. I know what happens if you're taking a nap. Uh, <sighs> Ask Bash. He's taking one right now. And clearly. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know. I'm just like out of it. Why? I don't know. I feel like you're in a mood and you're sad and depressed. I'm not Why? sad or depressed. I'm just like irritated. With who? Nothing. She's right there. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do? Nothing. I hate you. I hate you. Both of you can be replaced. <laughs> sure. Try to find as pretty people as... Oh, I can. Do you want to try me? Do you want to test me? Whatever Welcome, everybody, to our podcast with these two traitors. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. I am your main host, Tony. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. here with these other yahoos. I'm apparently being replaceable, so my name is Megan. And I'm Bash, and I am also replaceable. <laughs> what I would like to know is yes. why do you have... I, that's Rob's. Don't even ask. Why do you have retirement community pens? Or Leave that alone! That's supposed <laughs> to be in a drawer! How dare you! <laughs> you fucker. It was Pen though it wasn't. I kind of like why I was clicking it. But are you? Are we? Do we need a replacement main host? Shut up! I got a couple good years in me. (laughs) Are you getting uh, Jello and mashed potatoes for the rest of your days? Potatoes and peas and peas. How was everyone's week? It was pretty busy this week. Fucking awful. I know. You two are in a mood today. Yeah, she's tired. You're hungover and drunk, (laughs) Um, and I feel fine. I have a lot to do today but yes we're here for another episode you know what it is i have not had one drop of coffee today that's what it is because for everybody that doesn't know bash is like a coffee holic (gasps) that's what it is yeah you have and usually you're all hyped up on your coffee beans by the time you get yeah i i've just been too busy today like you're never too busy to get no i've been up since six Oh, wow. No, yeah. earlier. I woke uh, up at 4 a.m. today. Why so early? I don't know. I 
I don't know. That damn leaf blower is driving me fucking oh crazy. Is it still going? Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We're just yeah, going to power through this. because um, I went to that place in Liberty Station, Con Bon... Oh, God. Let me look up the name. I what? went with it this morning for coffee with my sister. Oh. Oh, uh, I know oh, your sister. Oh, I know what you're talking you about. <laughs> um, something Kitchen? Um, Banyan. Banyan? Banyan? I think it's Banyan. Con... C O N B A N E Kanban in Liberty Station. Kanpane. Jesus Christ, you're awful at pronunciation. Sometimes. I am. I am. It's, I'm <laughs> dyslexic. Leave it he alone. was trying to tell me about Kanye West's new clothing line. Oh, and he goes, really, he goes, he goes. He goes. Have you heard of Yazzie? And I go, I don't Yazzie. know what Yazzie is. Is it like a? I forgot what I said. <laughs> He's like, no, it's like Kanye West clothing line. And he did a show in Australia. I was like, Yeezy. I'm like, it's Yeezy. Oh, my God. That's white So, Campagne in Liberty Station. Campagne. Whatever. It's, that's too ethnic. <laughs> you're you're making it more ethnic. Um, it was really good. I've never been there. I went with my sister. And they do. It's like a bread and sea, but better. It's great. Yeah, I go there I a lot. That place. I, I didn't even to. know it was there. Have you been Migs? I have not, but I've I told you about that place I went to the Italian restaurant Which um, one? in Liberty Station. Oh, oh um, the ones it's that like, own the other place in yes, South Park. Yes, oh. and uh, yes, oh, office, it is Officina. Yes, yeah. Yes. And yeah. let me tell you, it's like kind of close to you know, like you drive in, like kind of past Corvette Diner. It's on yeah. the other mm-hmm. side, but it's close to the entrance, and it's so good. They have literally legit. Off oh yeah, yeah, Italian you were saying this. Men yeah, yeah. Who can barely speak English? Ah! Yeah. But the food is like, just like you get in Italy. Like yeah. the the pizza is like folded over. They just like throw a bunch of toppings on it and just serve it to you. The gnocchi was amazing. I, I mean, they gnocchi. have no, but this one it was like they have two um, wood fire ovens. And yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. I we're going back in a heartbeat. What bash? They got one pizza. It's like a calzone and it's deep fried. I think you said that. Yeah, it's we so talked about this on the last good. episode. <laughs> what? The yes, I remember this conversation. Um, have you guys been to Pardon My French over here on Park Boulevard? Is that what used to with be? With the really Lavash? hot Scottish guy with the really thick accent? No. The waiter? Oh my God. Oh, name. it used to be yeah. Heat. Heat. Yeah, now it used to be Heat. Now it's. Um, Pardon my French. It's right across from Trust, the restaurant Trust. I like it there, He's too. from Scotland, and yes. it's called Pardon My French. Well, one of the waiters. that Whenever sure, I go with my friend like- Rachel, she <laughs> um, we got him the last time. We're like, oh, my God, he's so hot. He's straight. Maybe. I don't know. It's oh, hard to tell. Let's go. But he's very hot, and he has a very thick Scottish That accent. might be a fun day for me and Megan. Yeah. <laughs> right? <I think> What are you guys? Um, what are you guys? Gonna, you're going to a festival today, right, Bashi? Yeah, I'm going to. I guess Javier Placencia is either hosting or involved with it, but it's a paella and wine fest over in Seaport Village. Hmm. Oh wow! So, have you guys been to the food and wine fest? I haven't, but I've seen pictures. It's oh yeah, crazy. This yeah. is like what, yeah. what, what did you say before? Like white girl, like it's like white... the Catalina wine mixer yes. from Step Brothers. It's yes. fucking nuts. It's so oh my god, so good. Uh, I want to see your mother there. Oh, my oh god. god, like <laughs> it's bad. just a wine tasting that goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. And Cher would be like shit faced, and I want to see it to win it. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, let me ask you about this. Well, I actually, I mean, you haven't gone, but so paella, so do you just go from booth to booth and just sample mm, or do you have to buy? I don't know if this one is going to be like as intense. I think you only get like one food thing and one glass of wine and then the rest you have to you pay, have to for, pay it. for it. Oh. And the ticket was kind of expensive. How much was the ticket? I think it was 40 That's not too bad. This That's like going happened. to DragCon. One day ticket to DragCon's 40 That's bucks. That's all it costs? Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. All right, you guys. So today on today's episode, we have actually a really special guest that um, we're going to be talking to in a bit. Fagsy Malone is going to join us on the phone. If you're not familiar with Fagsy Malone, he is another podcast host. He is the host of Under the Bus with Fagsy, and it's a gay, gay, gay podcast with Mr. Malone. And he is one of the co-hosts of Straight Talk with Ross Matthews. So he's going to be calling us in a bit, and we're going to have a little bit. Of, I'm going to have a little chat with him. Um, so we'll be right back with that, you guys. Hey everyone, we love hearing from all of our listeners out there, so why not drop us an email at thegang at whoinvitedher.net or like us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and leave a comment there. Let us know your point of view on something we discussed on the air, a topic that you'd love to hear about on a future episode, guests that you want to hear more from, or whatever's on your mind. And be sure to visit our website to click the Take a Survey button at the bottom of the page to answer just a few quick, easy questions to help us learn who's listening out there. Oh, come on. Don't be a Carolyn. Help a bitch out. It's a gay, 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 gay podcast with Mr. Malone. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, so we have somebody very special on the phone that I'm super excited to talk to. He is a, another podcaster, and he actually hosts three podcasts. It's The first one is Under the Bus with Fagsy, which I originally heard him from. And then it's a gay, gay, gay podcast with Mr. Malone. And he is the co-host of Straight Talk with Ross Matthews. And not just the podcaster, he's an amazing artist, too. Um, it is none other than Fagsy Malone. Oh, my God. All right, Tony. <laughs> hi, everyone. Tony, I yes. just have to say, I just have to say. First of all, when you said I had three po- three podcasts going, yeah. I, did you hear me sigh? Yeah, I it's did. exhausting. Like I don't even know how I'm doing that. Plus my art, like I know it's, it's like it's like a four ring circus in my world. You know, like it's four ring circus. It's crazy. Like it, I podcasting is a lot of work. Tony, it is so much work, and that's why I put um, under the bus with Fagsy, which is kind of uh, you listen to it, right? Of course. Oh, that's when I first heard of you. Even before Ross is. I remember it popped up as a recommended under the bus with Fagsy, and it was the episode with um, Christian Johnson, and I love her. And I was like, "What is this gayness? Oh my god!" I love what is this gayness. Let me just tell you that first episode with Christian Johnson is so insane, and all of it is far. I listened back to it one a couple months ago, and I was like, "All it is is farting. Like it's what? just a, a show of farts <laughs> and craziness." Like, you, like you had me at the first fart joke because I like have the humor of like a nine year old kid and i'll any anybody farts they laugh i love it i love i love that you get it because i got a lot of slack with, Did under, you? The bus, with under the bus with taxi because i had so many farts but i never let down i never let that go because i love farts farts will always be funny and in my new newer podcast it's a gay 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 podcast there's four gays it's like it's a bad mad <laughs> mad mad world only it's a gay 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 podcast i let me just say, Under the Bus is a highly edited, fake, 15-minute variety show type podcast where I interview celebrities, right? Yeah. 
and you know it is so exhausting to edit oh, like that yeah it I, I want to bring it back, but if I do, Tony, I hope you I, do. I, I love it. It makes me so want, happy. Well, I want to bring it back, but I want someone to help me with it. But if somebody helps me with it, they got to get the flow. So it's tricky. You know what I mean? That to, to, to have somebody come in and be part of it when I already have it going as it is. But if and when I bring it back, I want to bring, I want to do, um, I want to have Jackie Beat on as a guest. I think she would oh, be. I better. love Jackie Beat. Uh, yeah, you had really good people. You had um, Pia Zadora on there with oh you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Pia Zadora. Oh, I have so many good Pia stories. She was amazing. I love her. Like, did you, we got to sing, you know, um, the rain, her, what's that song called? That's when the rain. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. She couldn't have been more open and funny and just and her voice was so didn't you think she could do don't you think she could do like voiceovers like characters and movies and stuff oh my god yes like i loved listening to her and i i remember her from Troop beverly hills when <laughs> she came out <laughs> of the fashion show and she was in hairspray the movie the one with yeah. divine oh yeah yeah that's why i brought it up in my podcast and i make her say a line from it yeah <laughs> I love Piazzadora. And then we went and saw her lounge act. You know, she sings in a restaurant, like an old Italian restaurant. It's like like where the mob used to go in Vegas. Like it's old school Vegas. And she has like a little cabaret act. She does it. Tony, it is so in fun gay camp. Like you it and she plays like clips from her movies and oh my stuff. God, and that she does amazing. Little, it, it Tony, it's so good. And like <laughs> She does like like she'll talk about the clip like she go okay that's when the, it's just so good I love Pia Zadora but I want to go back to what I was trying to sure. say about this podcast so under the bus with Bagsy the it's highly edited variety show type podcast and it's exhausting so I decided to do it's a gay 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 podcast because I wanted to go on the other side of the spectrum because Tony you know what so many people terrorized me. Um, about it being so highly edited. They, I mean, I got so much slack for like, this show's fake, you know, it's too hot, too produced. I'm like, what? So I thought I would go on the other side of the spectrum and do a podcast that was completely Fagsy Malone, raw and uncensored. And so I, it's a gay, 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 gay podcast is basically like a reality show of my life. I just talk into my phone and Tony, as far as farts go, like I just let him rip on the show <laughs> and I hold the phone up to my butt. Yes, and that's what I love because I. That's what I wanted to ask you. How many of those farts are genuine, or did you add in? No, I think maybe I added one in one time, but it's pretty obvious that I added it in because it was funny because you could tell yeah. it was added in. But the ninety nine percent of them are all real. <laughs> that's funny because I, I listen to it at work when I'm working, and. Like you'll be talking and then all of a sudden there's a fart and I'll be laughing at my desk and my coworkers are like, what the hell is wrong with him? Cause every time it just makes me giggle so much. Tony, I love, I love, thank you so much for listening to it. Number one and getting it. I so appreciate that, you know? And then, for, and you know, some, most of the time I, I talk into my phone, I put it through my, I edit it, just the music, you know, the mm -hmm. opening and then I, the different segments, but I don't listen to it back. So then like, I'll be sleeping and I'll wake up in the morning and go, what the hell, what did I put out there? Like, <laughs> I just basically record it and then publish it. Like there's no filter. There's no editing. It is totally the real deal. And I thought, I don't even know if people are really going to click into this or get it. So I just thought I do this for me, like my like therapy, you know, like just, yeah like talking and people are really, they respond. My numbers are higher for it's a gay, 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 gay podcast. And people are identifying with me more on that podcast. It's like, so 
Um, interesting, because I always thought it was like under the bus was the thing, but yeah. I think it's the gay, 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 gay podcast. I, I like the gay, 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 gay podcast. I like because it's if, what it reminds me, what fags you, what you remind me of, it's like an old Hollywood starlet waking up in the morning and like she's like, it's a Malibu morning. And it's like I have this vision of she just walks in like a, a feathered robe and Harold and Steve are like clinging behind. That's like in my head when I'm listening to it. That's what I picture. And then I love Judy on there. Like I love whenever you talk to Judy. She's I just like saw I think Tony, I just saw Judy this morning, by the way, oh, yeah. but, let me, but I didn't have my phone on me. So I didn't, we didn't get to record, but I have to say, I love that is the biggest compliment you could give me is what you just said. Because my, since childhood, I've always felt like Norma Desmond. I've always felt like some, I was reincarnated from like I, in a past life, I was some glamorous, like that star that, Oh, it's a Malibu morning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that era, like that weird Hollywood star era. So I love that you got yeah, that. That's, that's the picture that pops into my ha- head, especially that. with the music, intro music. And then when it goes to break, it's like, oh, like, like Snow White through the fields. <laughs> and everything's in a soft focus. <laughs> that's, what it, that's like the picture in my head. <laughs> well, I am loving you so much right now for getting that and telling me that. Because, you know, when you do these podcasts, like I live in Malibu with Howard and Steve and I'm single. And it's like you put this stuff out there and you don't – I don't really know who it really – if people are really listening or or how it's affecting people until I go and do things like DragCon or talk to people like you. Like then I hear and I see the response. And so I'm happy people are clicking into this just mm-hmm. because maybe – Maybe they won't feel so alone in their everyday groundhog. Life is like groundhog yeah, It's day. so true. And I love the fact the other part of it is how open and honest you are about the addiction aspect of your past. Like, Because I've had to yeah. deal with friends who suffered from that disease. And how candid you are about it is so refreshing. And like how normal you treat it and not like something that people need to hide or not talk about yeah. like that really resonated with me when I started listening to it's a gay, gay, gay podcast. Well, Tony, I really, if anything, I love that the most, what you just said, because if I can help one person not feel alone out there, that's dealing with addiction, then I'm really doing my job. So I really, that's kind of like why I would be doing these or why I'm doing them is to make others maybe that are lonely, not feel so alone, especially with addiction. Cause you know, like, Addiction is a, a hideous, like lonely disease and, and, and misunderstood. It's hard to understand an addict. What I found is people don't consider it a disease when it actually is a disease. And that and it affects like not just the person going through it, but their family, their friends, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's it's hard. And I think that goes with like men, any kind of mental illness too. It still has like a bad rep where people are just like if you're suffering from depression or anxiety, it's like, well, just get over it. You know what I mean? That's it's right. not that That's easy. Right. <laughs> so I love, I, I love that you just said that too, because they don't know the pain of it. And how you, we have to deal with it every day. I mean, every single minute I want to get high. I want to feel like what those pills made me feel like. Yeah. I fantasize I fantasize about it daily. So it's an ongoing, um, you know, work in progress. Like I have to work on this every day to stay clean. And it's not 
easy. And plus I'm an artist. So yeah. that's on top of addiction. Like I see everything. I see life in detail. Mm-hmm. So Tony, what it does is it's o- overwhelms me. It's like, it, it's so much for me to take in. Like I see everything. Like I would see it like a clown passed out in a gutter where no one else would see it. Like, like I see everything and that's overwhelming to take in. And so the drugs kind of took that off. You know what I mean? They yeah, took that yeah. away. Um, but it's just literally such a dead end to, to, to do drugs and drinking because you end up chasing the dragon. Your body gets used to the drug of choice and then you're chasing the dragon to, you know, to, to keep st- staying high, feeling high and then, then you're dead. So it's like, yeah, it's just it's so no true. <laughs> How, what, if anybody like, what would your advice be for anybody who's probably listening now and they're going through or trying to handle the whole addiction disease? I would say, Start reaching out. Tell everyone about what you're going through. T- reach out. Call somebody. Call a hotline. I called. I went to Narcotics Anonymous because I was a pill popper. That was my. I was my drug of choice were um, Percocets. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I called the the hotline for NA. I called the hotline and I said, you know, I talked to the person. They were super nice. They told me where to go, and I went. And that was when my life changed. So, uh, so just don't let it overwhelm you. I know every. I always say every addict, Tony, knows that they're killing themselves. Every addict knows that that life is just a road to the grave. So they know that. So like, tell everyone about what you're going through. Tell everybody that you think. You have a problem and then take action, but don't let it overwhelm you. Take one step, pick up the phone and tell a friend what you're doing, how you're feeling. That's when the change starts to happen. That's when you'll start to let the magic in. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think like, um, it, was there like a catalyst for you to make that phone call? Was it like an event or to like a moment? Cause I think, that happens with anybody who kind of reaches out. Because I know for me personally with dealing with anxiety and depression in the past, there was a moment where it kind of clicks. And you go, okay, this is the moment I need to actually call and fix the problem. Right. But you're lucky if you get that moment, mm-hmm. Tony. Because many people don't get that. But I don't I, – I think those, I had many moments building where I – there was a voice inside of me that kept saying, you're killing yourself. This is not healthy for you. There's a better life for you. So that voice was just – it just kept going on in my, in my head. And then I remember one night I was in my bed. I was watching TV and I didn't realize but my mouth was open and I was drooling and I was numb. I didn't – I was just numb. And mm. I thought – I have a problem. So in a sense, it was many of those moments. And then just that one where I was like numb and I realized that I was just numbed out and I woke up the next morning and I called an A and that was it. I was done. I was done. So some people have to hit a, a hardcore rock bottom. I think my rock bottom was just being alone. You know, my rent, I was like a year behind in my rent. Everything was falling apart and I knew it. So, yeah. you know, it was just a number of things building up that led me to my, my kind of moment. But yeah, I, but I love that aspect of the podcast. Like, I like that you're so honest about it and candid about it. It's so cool. But I, I like when you talk about Harold and Steve and how they, I love how they're like people. Like, I, I picture these little, little men just following you around. Tony, okay, well, first of all, it's not Harold, it's Howard. Howard, it's that's Howard, right, Howard and Steve. Howard and Steve, which people ask me all the time. Why did you name them Howard and Steve? Now, I think they just look 
like Howard. They're two Yorkies, but they're called party color Yorkies. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what a party color Yorkie is, you can Google that. They're different. They're like white and they're kind of big. They're different. They don't look like your typical Yorkie, but it's Howard and Steve. And people ask me, why did you name them Howard and Steve? And I, first of all, they look like a Howard and Steve to me. And then I realized that one of my favorite movies of all time is Barbara Streisand in What's Up, like What's Up Doc with Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill. Oh, I love that movie. I love yeah, I love that movie because that was the first movie Madeline Kahn was ever in. And I, I I love Madeline Kahn like nobody's okay. business. I love that you knew you know that that was her first movie and that's pretty, and that's an incredible thing. But that movie is one of my all-time favorite movies and in the movie Barbara Streisand's always calling Ryan mm-hmm. O'Neill Steve and and Madeline Kahn is like it's Howard. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't name them after that from the movie. But later I thought, well, maybe it was like a subconscious thing. It's like, oh, I'm so gay. I'd like name my dog. (laughs) (laughs) It like stuck in your head from watching the movie so many times. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It just was a natural like knee jerk reaction to name them. There was one year, like me and my brother go all out for Halloween. And one year I was going to do Eunice from What's Up Talk. And I was like, and I was like, (laughs) the only person that would think it was funny was my brother. And everybody else was like, from what? And I'm like, oh my god, forget it. But I thought that would be hilarious. Well, I love it. But the thing is, I don't know how old you are. How, can I ask you how old you are? Yeah, I'm 41. Okay, I'm 56. Don't I look okay. good? You look don't amazing. I, don't, I look, <laughs> don't you love me saying to your listener, don't I look good? Like, <laughs> this guy. No, I'm 56. So the thing is, these kids these days, they don't really know who Barbara Streisand is. Like, a lot of them don't. No, so- you're absolutely right. <laughs> and speaking of Barbara Streisand, didn't you paint one of her dogs, Sammy? Oh, my God, I did. I yes. did. My, my, friend, my friend is a big-time, I call her my big-time uh, best friend director. She's a big director now in Hollywood. And it's just so funny because we were, you know, I, we grew up with each other. And we're yeah. still friends to the 30, 34 years we've been best friends. And now she's this big director. And she directed Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen in a guilt, The Guilt Trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I got to go on the set, you know, a lot. And I got time. I spent a lot of, I spent time with Barbara Streisand. But as a rap gift, she, my friend commissioned me to paint a portrait of Barbara's dog, Sammy, who was very mean. <laughs> <laughs> that dog, oh my God. You, have, you couldn't say, you couldn't, like, with Barbara's dog, Sammy, you couldn't, like, put your hand down to pet it. Like, oh, my God, what a cute dog. Hi, Sam. You have to just put your fist out because, like, she would have bit it off. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. That dog was so mean. How was Barbara? Barbara? Okay, I always, I always wanted to ask <laughs> Barbara Streisand. I like to say she's a really lovely woman. That's how I like. That's how I would just sum it up. She's nothing like what is out there. What she's put out there, like the diva or the big. Bro- she's very down to earth. She loves to listen and laugh, and she's very curious about people. Like she asked me a people <laughs> <laughs> she oh, i'm sorry she 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 wanted to know a lot about me like she asked me a lot of questions and she was very complimentary to me because i was going through movies of hers that i liked with her like i'm like oh my god i love the way we were and she'd go she said well what is your favorite scene in the movie and mm-hmm. i'd tell her and she goes well what did you like about it like oh, she wow that is so weird oh yeah oh yeah it's weird because i didn't know she'd be that candid about like classic movies and she's just like oh i loved yeah we i love that scene too and what did you feel about like she's very inquisitive like really is curious to know what your opinion is about her work and stuff and and she lo- and she's just you know there's almost like a shyness about her too and she's like a little nervous like unsure so yeah. 
you know, what people put out there is not, you know, what the real deal is. You know, it's all an illusion. I like to say it's all smoke and mirrors, girl. <laughs> Except for Fagsy. Except, Except for, for Fagsy. <laughs> <laughs> and you did a portrait. Didn't you do a portrait for Sandra Bullock, too? Oh, my God. Okay. My, my, my friend that I was talking about, she also directed Sandra Bullock in The Proposal. And I'm in The Proposal. At the I very see, end, right? At the very end. But you don't rep- – I mean, I look horrible. And I was – on drugs at the time. I remember I was high on Percocet when I walked into that studio that day, but it was, it, my friend just threw me in that scene. It wasn't anything planned. I, I got there. She's like, get into the scene. I'm like, what? Anyway, I did paint Sandra Bullock's dogs and she, for a rap gift and she loved them. Like Barbara loved her paint. I mean, I know my art is good. It is very good. <laughs> I can't like, I went to school for art too, but my, I, I can't do animals. I do people. I look at your work of the dog portraits and I'm like, oh my God, I can never do that in a million years. I think you have to be like an addict, like a, a obsessive compulsive addict to do the work I do because my paintings, look at the detail in them. It's real. Oh my God, the hair, the like fur. I'm like, that is crazy. Tony, it's beyond crazy. It makes me feel crazy. And I talk, I've talked about it before on Ross's podcast. And mm-hmm. I think maybe it's a gay, gay, gay podcast. Like how I, I'm, I'm an artist that has no interest in art. Oh my God, that's me. Oh my God. That is so you get it, right? God, I get that so much. <laughs> People are like, okay, they know I'm an artist. The first thing they wanted, their knee jerk reaction is like, oh my God, my niece is a great artist. You have to see her work. Or like, Oh my God, my, my cousin's having an art show. Or have you heard of this artist? Oh, I'm a big, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh my I God, I sh- do the same thing. <laughs> I don't care. I don't ever go to, I won't ever go to your art showing. Don't invite <laughs> me because I'm not going to go because I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm not interested in that. But you're very talented. That's the That's funny thing. crazy. And I know I am. And I don't say that from yeah. a place of feeling of being conceited or full oh, of myself. No, you have all right to say it. I look at your work and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I wish I could see that. <laughs> you know, I've been good at art since I was a kid. I remember the teachers telling my parents how good I was at art. And at Tony back then, I was even like, I don't care. Really? The thing is, it's a gift. I was given Mm -hmm. a gift, and the gift is very spiritual. There are many times when I'm painting a portrait of a dog or cat or whatever, and I feel, Tony, that I can let go of the brush and have the brush just paint the painting on its Mm -hmm. own. It's that spiritual. It's a form of channeling. So what I do is I kind of step aside and let that divine gift take over. So the divine gift paints those paintings, and it channels the subject, the dog or the cat or whatever I'm working on. So – they're, I know they're good, but I can say they're really great paintings and they're really good because I almost feel like I'm not the one really doing it. I think spirit is, mm. and I'm kind of just the guy that's the channeler, like, you yeah. know what I mean? The one holding the brush. And in that sense, it's very boring to me. It's almost like paint by numbers. No, I, I get that 100%. <laughs> I love that you get that because, you know, a lot of people think I'm being ungrateful or I'm not, you know, I'm not appreciating the gift, but I am. And you know what? I show up for it. I uh, commit a hundred percent to it and I'm in it. You know what I mean? I do a good job. I'm in it. And, but when I'm done, I'm done. You know, I've honored the gift, but I have no interest in it. Like, 
when I'm done, I'm done. I put all the paints away. I don't want to see anything to do with that. How long does it take you to do one portrait? <laughs> Tony, that's a good question. All right. When I started, when I committed to my art and decided that that would be a way of me making a living, paying my rent, I used to like go in and get a painting done in a week. Like I would paint that painting for like, I would work on it for eight hours a day every day and get it done in seven days. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then like, let's say mm, six months later, it took like mm, two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> then it took like three to four weeks. Oh. Now it's up to like two, three months because I'm so lazy. Like, and I'm getting older and my eyes are getting kind of bad and I'm getting, I'm tired. So I, I like commit to one thing at a time. So the painting will be set up. I've sketched the subject, the cat or the dog, whatever out. So it's on the canvas. I'll decide, okay, I'm going to paint the eyeball, the left eyeball today. <laughs> I'll paint the left eyeball and then I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh my God, I do the same thing. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing over here. Because I'm like, because we record this podcast in our spare bedroom, which acts as like my studio too. And I'm staring at one of the pieces that's been sitting there for like a year now, half done. <laughs> and like I paint people. So my relationship with the paintings is like, they're, they're, and it's usually people I know or people I remember. Um, and I'm like, I can't talk to her right now. I'm done. I can't look at her. I got to take a break. <laughs> so I like have pieces all over the place that are half done because I get frustrated with them. And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I need a break. <laughs> I love that you get it. I love that you get it. Yeah. And then the dog's eyeball staring at me for two weeks. Like, I really should do the other eyeball now. Like, so I've just grown so, so I love that you're an artist. You get it. I just am really, I just really take my time now you know i kind of feel like i need to tell people that commissioned me to give me a deadline because i think artists work better with deadlines yeah, i know i do if nobody gives me a deadline i'll take a year i'll take as long Girl, as mm -hmm. i'm like if they don't, like the last two commissions i i have no deadline so i'm like okay whatever i'll go get a corn dog i don't care <laughs> but i have to say your artwork to me is amazing and people need to check it out Thanks. it's um art by art by b.net yeah, you guys, everybody that's listening, you got to check out Fagsy's artwork. I'm like a big fan Tony. of Tony. So. You know, I really want to start sketching nudes. I want to do male nudes. You should. It's so interesting. You need to go to a figure drawing class. I do, but see, I'm kind of like, you know, models. I'm at it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, that's all I think about is the first thing is like, okay, they, we, like when I go get a massage, like, let's say that, you know, like the happy ending really quick release. Okay. okay, I love that, which I don't understand why that is it part of a massage like <laughs> it's still the body do it you know yeah, what i mean no i get that i get that part I, I don't understand what's so wrong with it like i think it's great it's like a nice little gift and it makes you feel good it releases but i always think like let's say like i let's say i were getting like a, a men for men massage or like something like that like i like okay this is not a happy ending this is a happy first let's like like do it first so i can get that out of the way so i can relax with the massage <laughs> Right, but you know what I mean, like that. Yes, I do totally. Then you don't have to think about it the whole time, and then you just wait. Thank you. And you're like, now I can enjoy my massage. That business is done. Now get to work, Tony. I love that you get me. I love that you get that because it's like that's. I'm just telling that. I'm giving that as an example to tell you that that's how sexual I am. Like mm. everything's in the forefront. Like if I were to sketch male nudes, like I'm like, okay, let's just let me like just suck your dick or you suck my dick as so we get that out of the way, and then. I'll <laughs> oh my God. I have a question for you. When are you going to write a book about all the celebrities you know? Oh, I'm waiting for that book to come out. Oh my God, Tony. First of all, 
I really want to write that book. And it's a little overwhelming, and that's why I don't think I'm even starting it right now because I've I've met so many famous people and have so many great stories about so many great people that I don't even know where to begin. Like some, one of my friends said, just start writing a list of everybody you've ever met and what you what you went through with them or whatever. Just make mental like notes, you know, make notes about them. So it's kind of overwhelming. So that's kind of shutting me down right now. Like it just the whole you know, this, this is kind of falls into the obsessive compulsive addict thing too. It's like it, when things are too big in front of an addict, they tend to shut down. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like that book is so big in my thinking that I need to take a little first step, just like getting yourself into recovery. You just need to take one. Yeah. Like one step. Yeah, for sure. Who, who, who's been your favorite celebrity that you've, that you've met? And had an encounter with that always comes to mind and like just makes you smile and happy. Okay, well, I besides Ross Matthews, <laughs> uh, no, no, I love him. God, I love, I love Me Ross. Too. Matthews. I've been a fan of his for so long. Isn't, you know, isn't he just? I love him. I don't even think he he knows how much I love him. And I really do have a little crush on him. And I tell him on the show, and he gets so flustered. It's so funny. But I have a crush on him because I'm attracted to people with um, uh, humor and that people that get it. You know, yeah, and. He's so smart and so funny. And so, yeah, I'm, I have a little crush. Okay, as far as, like, the celebrity... Okay, well, I met my idol, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. So, and I don't know... I don't know how healthy it is to meet your idol either. Because now, after I met her, I'm kind of like, oh, that's just Barbara. Not as into her, like, of the fantasy of it all, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, see, that's why I... Like, my big idol is Bette Midler. And I'm like, if I meet her and I'm disappointed, I will just jump off a bridge. I can't handle the pressure. But, like, I like I like people that aren't huge celebrities. Like, um, if I met, like... I met Ruth Buzzy one time, and I was, like, thrilled. Like, I made... She came to a garage sale I was having... And I made her come into my apartment and surprise my roommate at the time. So, like, I like Ruth Buzzy. But I would say, like, I'm – it's going to sound crazy, but I met Elvira, and I was so starstruck. I would probably shit myself if I met her. I love her. I love her. And I've – you know, I, I, I have mutual friends that are friends with her, and I've spent – I didn't just meet her. I spent some time with her. You did? How was that? At not scary farm backstage, like when long many years ago in the eighties when she was doing, she just ended her show there. By the yeah, way, yeah, I remember seeing that this year, right? This Halloween was the last one. Yeah, I want to say last show, and it was really great because it was all about the movie. When that movie came out, I was obsessed with it. Obsessed. That is so funny you bring that up because a couple of, we had Mariam T, who's a big drag queen here in San Diego, come on the show and. We and her got into a discussion about um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, because we were, me, or my brother, her, and I were obsessed with that movie growing up. And, like, I have loved Elvira, like, ever since. I just remember seeing her when I was a kid when I wasn't supposed to, late at night, and on TV, and then the movie oh, came yeah. out, and I was obsessed, so... Yeah, obsessed. So Elvira was a really, a really fun one to meet for me, too, but I have, you know, and let me just say, okay, besides Elvira, I met Rue McClanahan. And that was a huge one for me too. Like that was one I said to her, Oh my God, I go to sleep with you and I wake up with you because I sleep to this day with the golden girls DVD playing on repeat. That's my sleeping pill. That's my partner, Rob's sleeping pill. (laughs) That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) It is. Okay. It's almost because it's so cozy. It's like going to grandma's every night. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 
it's so great. And what's funny about when you fall asleep, like it's playing all night while I'm sleeping. And sometimes I'll be in this light, like this place in my sleep where I can, I'll hear a joke. And in my sleep, I'll like go, oh my God, that was so funny. And I'm sleeping. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh my I'll God. Like, I'll catch the joke in my sleep and go, oh my God, that was hilarious that she said that. Like, <laughs> so I'll, it's just so funny that that's my thing. But when I met, Rue McClanahan, I said to her, I go to sleep with you and I wake up to you. And she looked at me like I, like she couldn't compute it. Like she didn't understand, like what? Like didn't understand. And I told her and she still didn't get it. But I said, look, I'm just a huge fan of the Golden Girls. And so she like signed this piece of paper for me and kissed it. And I still have it. Oh, but, that is awesome. Yeah, she was great. I have so many stories. Though. Yeah, I don't even, you need to write a book. <laughs> I need to write a book because like uh, that question just made me go dun, 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 dun in my head. And I know I have good stories about like celebrities pooping and farting too, like stuff like that where I just can't think of them right now at the top of my head. I have to write that, but I have oh to write God, it down. That would be amazing. <laughs> like a, a separate, like uh, the sequel will be just like poop and fart stories of the celebrities. <laughs> I wish like, I should write that book. <laughs> you totally should. I should write it. And even if I didn't meet the celebrity, I could say like, I wonder what they <laughs> look like totally when they're going should. poop, and I wonder what like if they what they do when they have diarrhea. Like I could write a whole chapter of what ifs. Like, oh my god, but, yes. You know, like yeah, like like when Barbara Streisand's sleeping next to James Brolin, and I wonder if she farts during the night, and James smells it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, does she wake herself up because her farts are so loud? Does she like, and, like fall back asleep? You know what I mean? Like has she ever has her eyes ever watered yeah. from the smell of her own fart? No, I thought, like I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or did has Barbara ever been like somewhere where she like had explosive diarrhea and it went in her panties and she got a skid mark? Like I'm curious. I want to. I'm. I think about stuff like that, Tony. Do you know what I mean? You gotta write that book. <laughs> there's another have you ever heard of the a podcast called duty calls with no. uh doug mand it no. he talks all it is is people's poop stories that's it <laughs> i got a what's it called it's again? called duty calls and he has celebrities come call in and come on the podcast to talk about their most embarrassing poop stories okay i'm in love duty uh, calls idea. yeah I, cause I, Tony, what is it? Why do we love farts and poops? I know, no, I know why. I, I know why I love it. Let me just tell you, I figured it out on it's a gay, 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 gay podcast because I talk about them and put the phone up to my butt and let people hear it because it's real when it happens. I, I love it because this is where we all dwell. This is the real deal. And so why do people get so uncomfortable talking? I mean, it's, we're humans. It's what we do. Exactly. And I'm, for me, it's like, no matter how famous you are, rich you are, poor you are, everybody farts and everybody poops. <laughs> Did you hear that story I told on Straight Talk about my friend that went into the bathroom at O'Hare Airport? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that story, people are so stunned by it because they Why? just like, like, oh my God. The fact that he went into that stall and the guy. No, his poop missed the toilet because mm-hmm. there was no toilet seat liner. His poop missed the toilet because he had to stand, kind of hover over the toilet. And his hard poo landed on the to- on the ground and rolled into the stall next to him. And the guy in the stall next to him kicked it back. <laughs> I love that story. I love it too. But like people, like see how you laugh. But when I told people that story, they're like, "Oh my god, that that guy must have ate a lot of fiber." Like they get really technical about it. Like, I just kick it over. Did you drop this? 
I don't would I wouldn't kick it over because I'd be grossed out. I wouldn't want it touching my shoe, <laughs> yeah. but I would laugh and I would probably go, "Oh my god, a log just rolled into my stall!" Like I would make a big deal out of it. <laughs> yeah. So on uh, the one thing we haven't talked about is straight talk with Ross. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I was a fan. I listened to Ross Matthews when it was he said he said with jo- Josh Wolf and Ross. That's when I first. I've been a fan ever since then. <laughs> oh my god, it, you go way back. Yeah, like I remember listening from like the third episode of that of that podcast, and then when he stopped, I was so so like I went through like withdrawals after oh, that podcast. Really? Yeah, and then when Straight Talk started, I was like, oh my god, it was yeah, it was, yeah. and I love it. I love and and then when you came on the show, I had already <laughs> heard of you from Under the Bus. And yeah. I had no, and I remember Ross, I don't remember if Ross was on your podcast before you came on his as a guest, um, but I remember hearing you on Straight Talk, and I was like, I know him, that's Fagsy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm, I love that, I love that. Tony, well, you know how I got uh, I got to be on the show, No, right? that's what I was going to ask you. How did you meet Ross? How did that all happen? Well, you know, life is so funny how it all works. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't know what's going to lead to the next thing. It's all interwoven. And sometimes you don't need to know how life is going to play out. But life will play out um, the way you're thinking or believing or wanting. It really does if you kind of trust, if you just kind of let it be, right? Yeah. So I was doing my art, and I went to a premiere with my friend who was a director, and I met Jillian Barbary, who was on the morning show in L.A., the morning news show called Good Day L.A., she was a co-host on that. Mm-hmm. And Jillian, um, I told her when I met her, we became instant friends. Like, you know those people you meet and you instantly hit it off oh, with, yeah. right? And you know who Jillian is. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. you know who she is. So she was on we, your podcast too. That's her, she was. Uh, yeah. yeah, she was. But we hit it off and we became instant friends. And then she was doing um, a segment on Good Daily at the time called Style File. So she said, I want to do a style file on your art, which is basically a profile for the news, like a like – a, six minute, seven minute piece that goes on the news or five minutes, you know, of all my art. So Jillian came out here to my place in Malibu, my studio where I live. And they did this whole, she did a whole piece on my art. And I surprised her at the end with a painting of her dog, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a great, and it got a lot of attention. And so Jillian would go on Good Day LA and she, the piece ran and then she would talk about me on air. uh, And then, but she, I told her, keep, Fagsy Malone and, and my art name, which is just B, mm-hmm. keep that separate. But she didn't. She just mixed it all together. And she ended up talking about Fagsy Malone. She would say my name on the air in the morning. Oh. <laughs> I, I know. It was so funny to wake up and hear her going, oh, my God, Fagsy Malone's in a bad mood today. You know, from, his, from his Twitter, he sounds like he's in a bad mood. So she, was, she would talk about me randomly on the news mm-hmm. and things that we did that were so crazy. So Ross – watched Good Day LA and started going like was like who's Fagsy Malone and found me on Twitter and started following me and then I started following him back and kind of watching I just paid more attention to him mm-hmm. and loved loved him and then became kind of like protective of him online like you know Fagsy and you know when I was depressed and on drugs I was I was never mean but I was Fagsy started off being really snarky do you know what I mean like yeah. I'd have Twitter fights with people and I'd criticize and go like I don't like that person and you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I'm out of all that now. So I'm a whole different person. I'm a little bit more positive and stuff, but so anyway, long story short, that's how Ross and I met. Um, I asked him cause I started my podcast. I sent a tweet saying, would you be on my podcast? And he immediately tweeted me back. Yes. So 
he was a guest on Under the Bus with Bagsy. I met him on HTL, Hollywood Today Live, when he was doing I met him there, and we did that. And then he, I think he just started asking me to be a guest yeah. on the show. He wanted to, me to come. I don't even know. Oh, I called into the show. Remember when I called in? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tony, I was here painting and I was listening to the podcast when they would do it live. I think I was even watching it live. That's right. And then you called in on one of the segments. And then that's kind of how it all kind of snowballed, if I remember right. That is exactly how I got on the show. Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. It's all blur. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I called in about having sex with the guy with two dicks in one. That's Remember right. Remember dick do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I like it. I can hear it in my head now. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so I think that Ross – He's, then he said, remember he said, do you want to come in next week and be on the show? And he's like, Bagsy's fun to Nikki. And so I came in and I was a guest on his show. And then that night after they released the podcast, he texted me and said, "We, I really love your energy for the show. I think it's a good fit. Like he, right off the bat, he texted me. But it took like a year before he asked me to be a cast, a regular cast member, on, mm-hmm. like a co-host. It took me like a year of being a guest on it. It seems like just so much fun. And being a fan, and I have to say the fans of Straight Talk, all the Straight Talkers, oh, like, right. are, all of us are extremely loyal to the podcast and very protective of the podcast. Tony's so loyal. Like, yeah. I love the Straight Talkers. But I was going to say, I wanted to say that when I first was a guest on Ross's podcast when we were at After Buzz, I remember walking in the studio and, and saying out loud, Oh my God, I found my tribe. I found, I found where I fit. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I so fit in on that show. I knew it. Like, you know, when you know, you're just right where you, you're supposed to be. Yeah. Like that's what it was for me that first time I was on the show. And it, like I said, took a year for me to be uh, on, asked to be on the show, but I always knew that I would be eventually. I never doubted it because I knew I belonged there, Yeah, you know, but the straight talkers, those the, the fans of the show are so loyal and yeah. so pr- protective and so creative and w- they're just an amazing he's created an amazing fan base it, it really is a reflection i think of who he is you know oh for sure like as a straight talker and a fan like i've I've been listening from day one, and and it's like it's like the one constant, you know. Like you go through work, you go through all this, and it's like just hanging out with like friends. Absolutely, that podcast and a few others are like the inspiration of why I wanted to start what I do here in San Diego, like to pay homage to these to like Ross's podcast, and like we had um, Johnny McGovern from Gay Pimp, and that was another big influence. But so people who may not know, like. These all came before, and you know, there's just this huge community of podcasters and people trying to just put fun stuff out there for people to just not have to worry about all the problems going on, but just take an hour out of your day to laugh. Well, that's what it feels like when we go to record the podcast. I know for me, when I go, Tony, to the podcast, mm-hmm. for that hour and a half or two hours we're there, it is like a step out from my life. It's a step out from all my responsibilities. It's a step <laughs> out from everything. We And the love you hear on the show between us and the laughter is, you know, I got a lot of slack in the beginning because people kept saying I was laughing all the time. And Mark was calling me a kiss ass, but that's because he, was he wasn't on the show as much and I was. So it was kind of a rough. Uh, beginning for me but like the majority of what i got was love mm-hmm. so i i rest in that place with it but that's good um, yeah 
I do. But the thing is, I laughed so much because I didn't listen to the podcast from the beginning. So a lot of these new things, I had tried to, I started to, but I couldn't get through it because it was a lot and it was loud and the recordings weren't that great back then. They were like a lot of people screaming over each, over each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had to learn that trick like real fast. <laughs> so yeah. we started doing this. Yeah. But when I got on the show, I wasn't familiar with a lot of the jokes that he does. But so they were so funny to me. So I just kept laughing and laughing because it was all new to me. That's why CJ and Nikki wouldn't be laughing. And people were like, well, why is he laughing so much? It's because it's all new to me. Wouldn't you be laughing if that was the first time you heard him say something that, you know, one of those inside jokes he does on the show? they're so funny yeah and he's so quick he's so witty and so quick it's like god damn it (laughs) wish i could do that me too like he he's always telling because i'll say god you're so quick and he'll go you're quick like he'll say it back to me but like i am nothing near what ross matthews is that to watch that in front of me how quick he is is it's it's crazy how his brain works like it's he's so talented and so funny and and his voice like the voice makes me laugh and not i'm not laughing at him i'm laughing with the voice is so so funny and endearing and, and loving every, yeah and everybody on there like i the whole cast is so good i love nikki boyer and i love that you had cj on it's a gay 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 podcast well thank you i was a little nervous in the beginning of that you could probably hear it because yeah a little bit i was very nervous to interview cj because cj is very different from fagsy malone mm-hmm. and there it was very interesting for me to deal with him on the show i didn't I didn't know him. I love CJ. He's the sweetest soul. Mm-hmm. But for someone like Fagsy, like I'm way out there. Like I, I react to people reacting. So with CJ just sitting there staring at me, I didn't know how to deal with that. Like I didn't know if he hated me. I didn't know yeah. if I was overstepping boundaries. But with that episode that he was on on my podcast, I think that was a lot of it was cleared up. So uh, I love him. I love him. Yeah, and I, I do too. I, I do think he. I think all of you guys are like amazing on there. Everybody brings a little bit something different and it meshes so well. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think that we all, um, and especially we've moved into this new studio. I think that the pace of it, we all know what we're supposed to do. We, like you said, we all have our thing to do. We all contribute to it in our own way. And I think that there's a, right now the show's really well balanced. Do you know? Mm -hmm. It's, it's, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's really good. The cast, how Nikki does her thing, and I do balls deep with Bagsy. And the, I love. Oh, the me too. I love when because C- CJ brings a whole nother voice to the podcast that is. It's just a different point of view, and it's. I I just love that everybody has just a different energy, different point. But it all like Ross did a great job, like meshing it all together so yeah. it works and it flows and it's captivating and you feel like you're hanging at a bar with well, your friends that, hanging it. out yeah well thank you tony i love that you said that and um i want to just sure. talk about cj on that blackness it is important i just told cj it's so important that we have his perspective especially right now with the world the way it's in the country the mm-hmm. way it's in right now where, where we're at as a country that cj is really important for the show like i love some of the things he brings up i think it's really important um, but you're right about Ross. I think he did a really well job. He really good job at casting people. Like, and plus that mm-hmm. I'm an older gay guy. I think that adds into it too. I think that's a great little element. And then Nikki's for the girls and a lot of girls. Like, I mean, it's just such a great, and let me just tell you, I yeah. love that Nikki Boyer so much. I love them all so much, you know, but Nikki and I, Nikki's my girl. Like we hang, you know, we can, we hang out and I, you know, we just drag con, we were together and, but I love everyone. I love them all. And, and it is like when we're there, 
it is like we're just hanging out, especially in this new studio. It's so intimate. We're just hanging out and having a good time. So what you're hearing is like the real deal. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Because we were at DragCon and I'm so exhausted from DragCon. <laughs> was that was that the first time you've been yeah. to DragCon? But you know what? As far as DragCon, my first DragCon, um, you know, it's funny because it uh, it was great. Like it, it was great. But the, but I just thought my whole thing leaving is like, how many selfies do you do we need of ourselves? Oh my god, that is. <laughs> it was it was a lot for me like i didn't know what to expect me and my brother and we brought our straight friend straight daniel who's been on our show um because i thought it'd be hilarious and he's like 21 doesn't know anything very sheltered to just like throw him in and see what happens which was hilarious because he was on his phone the whole time wikipediaing what is a bio queen what does it was so (laughs) funny that would be me. <laughs> it was hilarious. But it was a lot. Like, there's a lot to see. And, like, it's a lot of, like, just stimulation just going all over the place. It is. And I say that about the selfies. Because most of the booths were, like, have your picture taken. You know. Oh, pay $5 and have your picture taken. All of them had those halo lights, too. They had the halo lights. But yeah. I have to say, my favorite thing about Dragon, this was the thing I loved most. And this is all I'll say. When I was in the booth working for Ross and selling his merchandise a family came up to the booth and it was a mother and her son and a little daughter the daughter she was like seven maybe and Mm -hmm. the dad and the dad was transgender or a cross-dresser i'm not sure which one but uh it made me so genuinely happy the family you know what i mean that they were a family Mm -hmm. that were together and the dad was dressed as a woman like i love yeah you know and i talked to them and talked to them all about they were just i just thought that is so beautiful like that's yeah. all about you know mm-hmm. like, that is so yeah i saw i that's the other aspect i i enjoyed about it was seeing younger kids being exposed to this and they're there with their parents like i was like when i was growing up my mom would have never Tony, th- thank you for helping me get to what i was what i felt about that's exactly when you asked me what did i feel about my first track on experience that's what it was about the the parents the moms and the kids and the acceptance of all that and the love of that like uh, that to me is what that's what I love most about DragCon are, are the, the kids with their parents. Like, it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest highlight besides Straight Talk was Coco Peru. Like, I've been a Coco Peru fan forever. But she was really, she was like, she wasn't, she was just standing there. She was just out there. Oh, like, that's no so big great. I line, love that. Just like saying hi to people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to see a lot of the queens on the show or anything, though. I did have Chad Michaels. Uh, who who's the share impersonator? He's like, yeah. I I um he had a booth there. He was on under the bus with Fagsy. He's one of my guests. Yeah, and he's th- a San Diego queen. He's he does um draw um Dream Girls Review here in San Diego. That's right. Every Wednesday and, night. Yeah, yeah. And I love the Dream Girls Review. And I love um Chad and his husband Adam. I love them. Yes. And I spent time with them in their house. You know, when I interviewed Chad for Under the Bus with Fagsy, and then uh, we went to the live taping of Straight Talk. So I spent I've spent a lot of time with them, and I actually met. Adam through Kristen Johnston on Twitter. So, but oh, wow. my I, when I was leaving Dragon, I got to stop by and say hi to them and, and see them, and that was I, that was really wonderful. And you know, Adam makes all Chad's clothes, and he's so talented. 
Yeah, he runs the um, Dream Girls too. He does yeah. the voice. He does all the production stuff here in San Diego for it. But yeah, we saw it was funny because people were like going up and taking pictures with Chad and all that. And I'm like, we just saw him like two weeks ago at Moe's and like chatted. <laughs> like, we see him every week, yeah. so it's kind of weird. I know it's weird. Yeah. I know. But um, Adam and I, Adam, his husband and I, um, where we really identify with each other because he is so talented with his art as far as making those costumes. But with like me, is has no interest really in it. He's the has the same feeling he's like yeah i did it i don't really like doing it but he does it (laughs) that's yeah Yeah. no i get that he's so talented it's like he honors the gift and look at chad michael's costumes they're so brilliant beautiful god yes so it was it was fun it was a great it was a great i had a great time at dragon me too it was a lot of fun I, i next year i think i'll be more prepared knowing what to expect in like Go. I'd rather go. I think I want to try Saturday, the main day, because it looked like is that the main day? Kind of went on. I think so. Saturday was. It was interesting too because it was Mother's Day. So I wonder if it wasn't Mother's Day, how crowded Sunday would have been. Exactly. Yeah. Like if it would have been like even more people. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Tony. I was like, I don't know, I, you know, because people were saying like it was more crowded last year. Was more crowded. Like there were more people attending. So I think it has something to do with Mother's Day. So. I don't, oh yeah, for sure. I don't know. Plus, I didn't really like like the where Ross and Michelle were located was very. It felt very off the beaten track. Like, yeah, I was surprised with that. That though that those two booths, Ross and Michelle, were like in the corner, and I'm like, why are they not like in the middle? Yeah, it was weird. It felt like they were all on the loading dock. It's like, wait, why are they back? <laughs> yeah, here? like. You know, and it just felt weird. And like they should have put them where there was carpeting. That it was should. Do mm. you know? That's my only gripe about it. Was like I think they should have put them somewhere where there was more yeah. activity. You know. Yeah, and I it was weird that the there were the lines. It was like Disneyland with some of the, <laughs> to see the queens. Like I was like, are we are we at Knott's Berry? What is this? <laughs> and they're like hidden behind a curtain or a wall, and you can't see them unless you buy merch or. Are pay. And I'm you like, serious? They did that. Yeah. Okay. And it, you know what I noticed? It was a lot of the newer queens, not a lot uh-huh. of the, like the older queens, like Darian Lake, um, like Miss Kasha Davis. They were just out there, just like you can go up and talk to them. But it was a lot of the younger queens I noticed. Okay, but I have to say, I get it. Because, like, it is a business, and mm-hmm. many people were taking Ross's picture that didn't, and, you know, we were charging 20 bucks for a t-shirt, and that would guarantee you a meet and greet with Ross. And uh, many people, and, you know, you could take a picture with him, whatever. Many people were just trying to, like, take their picture of him, like, from the booth. So I And they weren't paying anything. Yeah. So I get it. And I get it. You know what I mean? And it is a yeah. business and it's and these younger queens, you know, of course they're out to make money. So I get hiding, but I don't know if I'd have it in me to hide. Like I'm not that person. I probably I Yeah, me too. Do it. Yeah. My thing was the lines. I'm like they're like you're going to spend an hour oh, yeah. in line. I'm like I don't like lines. No. no I'm not <laughs> I'm not, not no. And you know when I go to Disneyland, I don't wait and I mean this sounds very rotten of me. You used to work at Disney Disney World or Disneyland? I worked at both, Tony. I was a kid of Dance. Yeah. That's yeah. I know. Oh God, we can talk forever because there's a whole bunch of questions there I'd want to ask Because I I'm like a big Disney freak too. Like I've always with been. Disneyland, I go with my rich friends and the people that can afford a VIP. You know, there, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't afford it, but like I go, I just tag along with them because you're allowed like ten people in your group. It's super expensive. It's like four hundred something dollars an hour, and the minimum wow. is six hours that you pay to get a VIP guide. So, but oh with that. With that guide, Tony, you don't have to wait in line at Disneyland. Like you just cut past the line. You go in the exits or you go through the back with all the rides. And then they make reservations. You're totally taken care of for the day. And the best part is when you cut in front of everybody and you can give them attitude like, 
look, ha ha, look at me. <laughs> but it's just fun to do it. I know. Like laughing. Like, have you have you eaten at the Club Thirty Three there? Oh my God. Okay, so my, I have a friend, Alex Borstein. She's the voice of Lois on Family Guy. And she did uh, Miss Swan. Yeah, Miss Swan. So we're really yeah. good friends. So I usually go with her to Disney because she's a big Disney freak too, and she has two kids. So she said we were walking around Disney. Like we were there and she says, oh my God, we, you know, we're supposed to go to this club 33 thing to have like lunch there. She goes, but I don't think I want to because the kids just want to ride rides. And I'm like, girl, I said, not everybody gets to go in there. We, we need to go in that. She's like, I don't want to do it. We didn't do it. Oh, you have to do it. It's really cool. I want to do it because you have to be invited. Yeah. We snuck in on one of our <laughs> she she had in a corporate account with like her her job and stuff. So you're like, get us in, I... you owe us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love Disneyland. But I won't go there right now because they're building Star Wars Land, and like I think Tomorrowland, they need to take a wrecking ball to Tomorrowland because it's like a yes. third world country. It ain't no Tomorrowland. It is ugly, and there's nothing it is there. So ugly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Like it's like. It's like it's like the, from the '80s still. They need to they need to revamp it, make it more tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and they need more attractions. I mean, they have the, oh, yeah. the blaster thing from like Toy Story, or whatever that, and Space Mountain. And then they need to move the rockets back to its original location. It's like why are the yes. rockets in the middle of Main Street? Like it's so oh, weird. Get that? Yes, the rockets used to be my first ride when I would go there oh, for the longest time when they were there. Oh I yeah, I used to love the rockets. But remember where they <laughs> used to be? The rockets, or they were up. They were in a great location. Yeah. Now it's tired. There Rob's giving me the, 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 the sign. He's like, you guys got to. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> no, he's like, it's already over an hour because he's the one who's going to edit it. Oh, my God. We so. gotta go on. oh, my God. Tony, we could talk forever. I know. <laughs> you got to come back on. All right. Well, I know we have to go. But listen, so if you think of anyone, I, I'm single. I'm ready to date. So if anybody wants to date Fagsy, I'm available. Yes, and it would be, I could just imagine, <laughs> it would be so much fun. Just listen to It's a Gay, 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 Gay podcast. Yes. All you need but yeah, so we should probably, yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs to listen to It's a Gay, Gay, Gay <laughs> podcast with Mr. Malone. And gays, check out. Four gays, Tony. Four, four gays. gays. It's a Gay, 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 Gay podcast <laughs> Mr. Wait, is it gay Tony? is it gay <laughs> it's very gay it's i love it you don't know how big of a fan of i of I the it. and i love that it's like you go to pavilions and you talk to everybody there i even talk to homeless people i want to talk to more homeless people oh the crazy the you were talking about the crazy homeless guy on one of the episodes Ooh, he's so dark and twisted but i'm afraid because like he could kill me you know he yes. no he's the hobo he's a he's a um oh we have so much more to talk about He's not only a hobo, he's a whore. He targets old women and... and, and No. Yes. What do I call him on the show? Like the transient hobo whore or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. He um, is actually kind of good looking. It's weird. He's homeless and like transient and weird and crazy. He's kind of cute. I'm kind of attracted. (laughs) (laughs) I love that I'm... What if I ended up with "Mm, a hobo? He's like... Oh, I know, right? You're like, he's hot. So what if he's he's a he's homeless? It's okay. We all have issues. <laughs> Tony, that's hilarious. All right, I don't want to piss off your husband, so I'm going to go. I'll go now. But we could all talk right. forever. I know. I'm so happy you called in and we got to Absolutely. chat. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and I yeah, everybody just needs to follow Fagzy. How can how do people find you, Fagzy? At Fagzy Malone on um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Fagzy Malone, and then like we've been saying on the podcast, um, I, po- I go to iTunes. I'm also on Spotify, Google Play, I think, and I don't know one other thing, but it's all just type in Fagzy Malone in your search, or it's a gay, 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 gay podcast, or Under the Bus with Fagzy, or Straight Talk with Ross. <laughs> Ross, yeah, and follow it. Um, is it? It's a gay, 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 gay podcast on Instagram. Oh my god! Thank you. I forgot that I created that. Oh, I should. Yeah, I, should. I love that you created it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now you can see the people that are. Yeah, and I'm gonna st- I'm gonna post more on that. I just opened it, so it's new. So, yeah. but I will be posting as I go along. And if people want to check out your artwork, it's um, artbyb.net. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Art by B, not now. Open for commissions. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fancy. <laughs> I hope so, I, I, yeah, you come back whenever you want. I love talking to you. <laughs> thank you. I love talking to you, too. And thank you, Rob, right? Rob. Rob, yeah. Rob. Robbie. Thank, uh, sorry, sorry we talked for so long. Oh, wait. Hold on. I feel a gasser. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Please. Oh, my God. Did you hear it? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Rob's dying over here. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that one stinks. That's from the book I had. Oh, Fagsy. Got a real fart from me. Yes, that made my day. <laughs> All right, Tony, I'm gonna go. But it was right. so great talking with you. You and too. When is this episode coming out? This will come out probably Wednesday. This Wednesday. Great. All right. Yeah, we're well, gonna edit today, tomorrow, and then get it out. All right. Well, thank you, Tony. Yeah. Thank you for thank everything. Thank you. And hopefully, I'll see or talk to you soon again. Yes, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Fagsy. Welcome. Um, bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Oh my gosh, you guys. Yeah, that so was so great. good. Yes. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, that, that was, was a great. pleasure. Thank you so wow. much, Fagsy, for doing that. So fun. So fun. All right, you guys. We're going to do um, the click of the week. All right, who wants to go first with their click of the week? I'll go. What are you obsessed with this week, so, Mags? So, last night, I was with I was at Wonderland. Yeah. And I was, I was with a really good group of people, and... Much to my, what is the word? Amise, I guess. Yeah. Demise? No, Amise. Like, surprise? Well, surprise Amise. One of the, I'm making up words, potato, potato. (laughs) One of um, our friends is up for, um, so there's a website called Chubby's. Yes. Isn't that, don't they do swimsuits swimsuits and underwear? Yeah, but it's like, it's like, Average Americans, normal, like, bo- normal, normal guys. bodies, yeah, yeah. Um, posing in these short shorts, basically, guys, yeah. yeah. So it's chubbiesshorts.com, and you guys, please go vote for our friend. His name's Ryan, quote unquote, Hey Big Guy Ward, and <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Ward, but Ryan, quote unquote, Hey Big Guy Ward, okay. and. He, um, it's so funny. It says, why I should be a Chubby's model in 30 words or less. Instantly iconic, a chameleon of modeling, of the modeling industry. <laughs> he doesn't believe in, he doesn't believe in beauty secrets. <laughs> oh my God. Poised to inspire a generation of fashion fans. Nobody does it like Ryan. So please nice. go vote for him. So it's chubbiesshorts.com. Um, we'll post it on the website. He just, it ends this upcoming weekend. Yeah. 
And so um, we just, you know, of course we want him to be our Chubby's model. And we'll have have all of the stuff for you to go vote and all that on our Instagram and social media. I'm doing it. Who is your click of the week, Bashy? Uh, yeah, so the reason I'm going to the Payan Wine Fest is to support my friend Kelsey. She's got a okay. business called chalkbykels.com. Well, how do you spell it? Chalkbykels.com. Chalk. Okay. K-E-L-S is her okay. name. Um, but she does. Uh, she's a calligrapher, so she does cards. Oh, you showed um, me her stuff before. Yeah. She's so good. Any kind of party that you guys are having, cool. wedding or something like that. So um, she's kind of killing it and taking off a lot. She's wow. got this booth at the thing now. She's a local San Diego oh, cool. business. And she's local a little young and she's like yeah. I think twenty four five. Nice. Yeah, so. so if somebody wanted to commission her for work, how would they get in contact with her? Uh her Instagram's chalk by Kels. And uh, you could probably DM her through that, and that's yeah. probably the easiest way. Spell it just in case people don't know. C H A L K B Y K K E L S. Yes, check her Instagram out. Um yeah, she's really that's talented. Cool. Yeah, my Who's click yours? of the week Ooh. is, of course, Bagsy Malone's podcast. Yeah. It's a gay, gay, Yay. gay podcast with Mr. Malone. I love it. Everybody needs to go subscribe on iTunes, follow him. It is such it is such a good podcast, and it's so raw, and you kind of get a, you're like a fly on the wall of his life. It's very, very interesting, and he's just a really cool person. I so like that. That's my click of the week. Yay, that was a good one. And those are our clicks. All right, you guys, I think that's it for us. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram. It is Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. And everybody, you need to be following Bash's Drunken Demise at, how do you say your, um, what's your Instagram? It's uh, say my name underscore Bash. Yes. And Megan, well, she's just everywhere. (laughs) I'm just everywhere, unless you can catch me. And you guys, follow us on Instagram. It's who invited her SD on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, DM us, send us a message. We like hearing from you guys. Or you can email us at thegang at whoinvitedher.net. Also, download us on iTunes. Um, Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. We would love to hear from you guys. And you have to, have to, have to download the Hillcrest Social app if you want to stay in the know in San Diego. Exactly. Want to know where the happy hours are? Want to know where to be on a Friday, Saturday night? Hillcrest Social app. It is amazingly fun and entertaining. So, yes, download that app. Yeah, I think we're done. I know. We have this is a good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, big shout out to Fagsy. Thank you so much yes, for doing thank the you. Yes, we love you. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> I think today, you guys, I'm going to end with, if you follow my social media, I've been obsessed with this band lately. I've, been, I've loved them for a long time. But like, you know, when you have a band that you love and you rediscover them like years, years later, later yeah. you like start obsessing about them again. <laughs> so it's the Dolly Rots. I used to love them and I still do. But like I've been listening to them nonstop this week for some <laughs> reason. So I'm going to leave you guys. We're going to leave you with that. Their song California Beach Boy by the Dolly Rots. So we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye, Bye. Bye.